JS. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, lovely audience. I love to hear that. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the JS and King podcast. I am your host, JS. I'm your homeboy, King, yes. And guess what, motherfuckers? It is Labor Day. No. It is Labor Day weekend. It is a holiday. Yes. Friday was the holiday. Nobody cares about Labor Day anymore. The only holiday that matters is Fridays. Shit, I'm off of work. 2K. a great thing. 21 dropped on Friday. That's the holiday. Even though I haven't made a damn jump shot in two fucking seasons, uh, 2K, get that shit together, send out something to fix it. But uh, maybe hey, you need, maybe you need game. maybe you need to tweet them. Man, I need to tweet them because I thought it was the same shit that was the problem last year. And I haven't hit a jumper since Jordan was on the cover. Right? Ah, ridiculous, bro. Ah, yeah. And <laughs> I, but no, I mean, I'm still gonna play. Um, I I have it. It was downloading, uh, and I haven't played it yet. I just, I, I haven't had time. Hey, what's up with the download, man? That shit yeah, took like, yeah. it took me like a whole day to download the game before I could play it. Well, in my day, we used to have cartridges, and <laughs> I just had to just blow on the motherfucker and push it in. Um, <laughs> you know, you but, ever get the alcohol yeah. and rub it on the on the inside? Yeah, hey, uh, hey, shit. on the Q-tip. Hey, I remember you hitting that shit. Many oh, times, man. blowing on it, everything, oh. pause. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? And, and it worked, though. Right. Yeah, I own Nintendo and shit. But my thing is, um, Friday, uh, Big Sean, Detroit 2 came out. Yes. Yeah. Celebration. Celebration. Detroit support. Celebration. Very much. Very yes, much. Indeed. Proud, proud of that project from uh, Big yes, Sean. Indeed. That was That was a really nice, man. Hey, I appreciate that. Uh, it, I felt represented. For the first time in a long time, but through an album yeah. from my hometown being represented through his music. I mean, I felt like I was back in Detroit just, you know, yeah, vibing I mean, out to it. For I real. mean, besides it being a, a good project, um, it showed, I, you know, I liked Detroit 1, the mixtape. So it was good to see or hear some of the stories from like Dave Chappelle and Eric yeah. Badu and yeah, Stevie Wonder. skit was incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was good uh, to hear. I, I yeah, enjoyed the hear. Post Malone song. Yeah, I uh, enjoyed uh, Wolves. Post- yeah, 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 I, I like that. Song. that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, every every uh, every collaboration he had on there was right on point, man. He um, he did his thing. He it did, was the first time that I seen that I appreciated Post Malone. I was like, oh damn, so okay, this is what he do. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I see it. Yeah, his shit is his shit is hot. So, but I, but I liked it. I liked yeah. it. I liked it overall. I thought it's a solid. It's a solid album. You know what I mean? Definitely solid. Definitely. Do, do, it was worth the wait. Am I still supposed to say album? Is it such? Is it a such uh, thing? Yeah, yeah. Forget it. We got to call it something. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is it a such thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it came up with a new name for album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's a, a great download. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I, I still, I'm old school. I'm still gonna say album. Yeah, I'm gonna say album. You know what I mean? Um, did you like the 10 minute song on there with that featured all the Detroit uh, artists? On yes, there? I did. I did. I, I like he included uh, up and coming Detroit artists. I, I like that when you got. When you're up on that level, you should reach back and pull up some of your people because you understand how tough it is to try to come out of Detroit yeah. and do anything. It ain't even yeah. got to be music, just anything in general. I, I like that the beat changed. I thought he did good. It's, I mean, it's rare that somebody make a 10-minute song these days, but I think he did a good representation of it. And, uh, you know, Detroit Strong. Detroit, too, hey, it, it was dope. Um, yeah. You know, today is a good day. It is uh, Labor Day, and we have a special guest. He is the king of booty music. 
He's also known as the street narrator, Craig Diamonds, a.k.a. DJ Assault. What's going on, brother? How you doing today? Hey, hello. Okay, how you doing? Uh, I'm DJ all right, brother. Salt, I'm all you. right. It's good to have you today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Man, we have a we have a, a list of we have a list of questions for you. We won't take too much of your time up, but you know, it's interesting how I had, you know, like we are in we are both from Detroit, Michigan, yes. but we live in Atlanta now. Yeah, this is King from JS and King Podcast. I want to take a second uh just to tell you thank you. Uh, you are you help me uh, with a lot of women. I'm gonna leave it like that. <laughs> thanks, thanks to you, uh, my uh, my numbers in the rafters. You had a lot to do with it, brother. So I want to let you know, represent Detroit. You know, uh, you, your music was a, a soundtrack you know, to my life. Uh, uh, I I remember being uh, back in Detroit and seeing you at uh, River Rock uh, when you were DJing uh -huh. back out at, at River Rock. Um, you know, you put on a great set, man. You kept the floor packed. Uh, people were moving, man. The ladies were responsive, and because of your music, uh, my nights all usually ended out very well. So, thank you. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> well, you've been in the game. Oh for, yeah, you've been on in the game for over twenty years now. Uh, can you tell us how you basically got your start? Um, uh, how did it start? I guess. Um, in the beginning, um, it started like. Uh, with with high school parties, which I think that's what the River Rock probably was. Okay. Um, back in back in the day, if uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it had to be. Okay. Oh, so uh, you was doing that high in high school? school. Oh, that's what, what, high, what high school did you go to? Uh, I went to Southfield High. Oh, okay, okay. Hey. Yeah. No, that's what's up. Yeah. I went to mm -hmm. I went to Redford. You know them Huskies. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I went to Redford. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I didn't know y'all were um, down in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. here. Oh, yeah, you, oh, yeah, you here too? <laughs> yeah, most of the time I'm here. Hey, we yeah. followed in the music, man. We followed in the music. Yeah, We are all down now, here. If, 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 I'm, if I'm correct about mm -hmm. uh, the DJ Assault story, uh, you actually mm -hmm. went to college here and went to Clark, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yep, I went to Clark. Uh, then I went back to Detroit. Okay. And um, now I'm kind of back again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that but, that always happens. I have went back to Detroit mm -hmm. and came back and and came back, but now I'm now I'm pissed. I'm yeah, but you know you you don't you don't you don't settle down any place because uh, you you're you're all over the world. Yeah, hey, I, uh, you, you're worldwide. So you know that yeah. you might rest your head here in Atlanta, but you you're global. You're global. So yeah, yeah and, and it's greatly appreciated. I I have a question <laughs> for you. Um, uh, uh -huh. how how do you how do you feel about the response that you get uh, in overseas compared to the responses that you get in the US? Mm, that's uh interesting uh actually because it's it's pretty much the same uh for the most part oh, up nice. until like maybe like you know 2010 or well, so yeah. um mm -hmm things change. I think when like the US kind of adapted more that like EDM stuff. Oh, yeah. Um where um weirdly enough, like uh, a lot of places in Europe, um, they got a bit less commercial. So it actually 
kind of made uh, events and, you know, things of like live performance um, kind of um, more popular yeah. in uh, yeah. Europe more so than the U.S. the past decade. Um, it's weird. I don't, I don't really <laughs> you know, it, understand it, it so yeah. much, but, but they don't like uh, that EDM stuff as much as you may think. Yeah, being from the outside looking in, you would think that they were all about EDM. So Yeah, yeah. because that's like the, the the from, you know, a bunch of corporations have a lot to do with, you know, the whole EDM movement being as big as it, it's gotten to. Yeah. Red Bull so, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so yeah, the perception of it is one thing, but in reality, yeah, it's it's kind of a, another thing. But I kind of think, you know, they were running out of genres to really promote, like corporately. So, yeah. you know, just like hip hop or like R and B, they moved to the next thing after like rock or yeah. something. It was like EDM. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So. Um, I, I I used to live, I lived in London uh, for about mm -hmm. two years. And okay. especially coming from coming from Detroit and then coming to Atlanta and then moving to London, it was interesting to me to see how a lot of Detroit artists like were very big overseas mm -hmm. more than mm -hmm. they were accepted at home. You know what I mean? And so it was so weird. You know, I would try to go get, like fans, I tried to go get tickets to, for a show, but it would sell out so quick. And I'd, right. be, I'd be like, damn, you know what I mean? It would be somebody like, for example, it would be somebody like Big Daddy Kane, for example. Um, mm -hmm. And it would sell out so quick. And I'd be like, damn, I can't get tickets nowhere. But if he had came to the United States or whatever, and did, it would have to be on a bill with like seven other old school artists. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I think I was at an, uh, um, I was playing like a festival, I think 2018, with, I think it was like Big Daddy Kane and like Slick Rick, like in um, upper, like I think Northern, Northern California. Yeah. It was some, it was like a big festival though. So you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you know, uh, uh, DJ Assault, I was uh, doing a little research on you, man, and, and you, you, you really inspired me as I was researching you, because a oh, lot of the things, it. oh man, no brother, man, you, hey, knowledge is knowledge. Mm -hmm. If you're giving it out, I want to catch it. Um, oh. And I was uh, you know, doing some research on you and things, and I noticed you have one pattern. You have always, for the most part, been an independent person. You said that right. you do all your bookings, all your managerial stuff on your own. Um, so Ooh. my question for you is, where did you get that entrepreneurial spirit that you got to just say, I could do this all on my own. Where did that come from? Well, <laughs> it's weird. Like, uh, I'd say, like, more more accurately than all on my own, I would say the things that I need help for, I pay to get people to help me to do it. Okay. Um, it's what I would say. Yeah. And, uh why because uh people don't understand like i i study 
like all the time, especially like the music business, because I was so frustrated, like the mistakes that I made. I wanted to know, like, basically, you know, maybe 80% of what an entertainment lawyer would know. So Mm -hmm. I studied a lot of, you know, uh, books and, you know, read a lot of books. Yeah, and contracts written by entertainment attorneys. Mm-hmm. So I would know, like, what's going on. And I realized, you know, um, I was just really naive, man, from having, like, partners, from having managers, even yeah. lawyers. Okay. You kind of, uh, especially, like, lawyers, you would think, like, that they would be cool and on your side because you, you. you hire them. But, yeah, that's not the case. You would really, you know, it would be best almost to have a lawyer almost like right out of law school or build a relationship with someone, you know, as long as they knew somebody who is obtaining the the law, yeah, Yeah. to have your back more so instead of just like running up a bill. Yeah. And, um, you know, but you have to be assertive. I say like the music business is very academic. And when artists ignore the academic side, it's going to end real bad because, you know, what I noticed, it didn't matter how big most, um, and I'll say like urban, urban artists, so to speak, um, no matter how many platinum records they ended up having or how big they became, you notice in the end, they pretty much have nothing. It's yeah, very yeah, few artists. Too, many, too often, man. Mm-hmm, that, too often. You know, when their career is over, that they have anything. And I just look at, you know, something that everybody should take into account. Um, I was even talking to my mother one time because she didn't understand. I was mad at a particular time. I had gotten, like, the biggest check I ever got in, Mm. like, music at one time. And I was upset about the check still. And she she didn't get it because it was the most you ever made, you know, off of music and, like, just one check. But what I look at, is how much money, and I think all artists should consider, how much money are you generating compared to what are you actually getting, like your net that you're taking in. And that was the thing. I just felt it was still unfair because I'm generating the money. But, you know, what I ended up with, I, I just I was not happy. <laughs> yeah, so when you look at when you look at things, you look at it. You look at the whole picture. You don't look mm-hmm. at this is what I'm getting. Be- I, I'm celebrating because uh, I think I made it. That's still not good right. enough for you. You 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 gotta have. Uh-huh. You gotta have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you want to make sure mm-hmm. that your split is more than fair. So that's how you right. got that drive to make sure that you you took care of all mm-hmm. aspects of your music. Right, because it's reverse psychology. You know, uh, you look at the major labels, they say, we we make you, you know, you need us. We'll yeah. find a different one of you tomorrow and we'll, yeah. you know, tear up your contract. Yeah, you're, you're replaceable. replaceable. Yeah. But if you think about it, 
if they don't have the artist, what could they do? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. you know. So the years, I think we're starting to learn uh-huh. that now. I see a lot of the younger yeah, kids uh-huh. starting to pay a little closer People to the look, business. But it's it's the same way with your government, man. It's mm-hmm. like they supposed to work for us. People yeah. don't get that, and where they disrespect us and think that they rule and control everything, like the music business. You know, you're supposed to work for us. True. We supply the product. Y'all don't rap. Yeah. Of produce beats, yeah. you know, yeah. you sit behind a desk. But I mean, I don't know, man. You have to have self worth and know your value. That's what I would say yeah. more than anything. Because people say I got a million dollar deal and this and that. Well, it's all recoupable. It's not really a million. It's, it's a, a million dollar, dollar credit card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a million you dollar credit that bet, card. Right. <laughs> A lot of people you know, don't know the about minute, that. yeah, I mean, the minute they don't feel, and look at something else that's deeper. Look at any major label artist ever mm-hmm. that's not around right now. Mm-hmm. They didn't fall off. Think about it. They never fell off. They quit promoting the artist. Yeah. So the public, yeah. they became unpopular and basically forgotten about. Mm. And still owe the yeah, company so money. That's and another still owe thing. the company money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a gatekeeper. They determine when your career starts, how hot you get, and when you're finished. Mm-hmm. And you know something that's flat out stupid? I'll say it's stupid. And anybody who thinks this is true, you're stupid. They believe, oh, rap or hip-hop, that's a young man's sport. Okay, yeah. well, it, it it makes like $3 billion annually. Yep. That's for young people? <laughs> yeah. $3 billion? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so they're even fooled into thinking you're too old to and do you, it. And, and, you know, that, that kind of what makes <laughs> you special is because uh, because of the way you handle your business and the way you've done things, you've a, you've been able to sustain your career over 20 years. Uh, and, and you know, for the most part, you know, you 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 uh are in control of everything, and you're still as popular yeah. as you know 20 years ago. So yeah, you know, kudos to to to, to navigate in those dirty waters, brother. For real, yeah, I try because <laughs> I think I mean, and I don't, you know, I really don't have like an ego or anything, but I believe, man, about 95 percent of artists, if they had to survive like doing what I do, they would have quit like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah you probably, right. you're probably right, brother. For yeah. real. So this is this is in your DNA. This is what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me let me yeah. ask you a question. How uh-huh. how has COVID affected your livelihood? <laughs> well, it's interesting. Um well one advantage I mean, you're talking about the pandemic here. Yeah. But, um, plan-demic. Uh, plan-demic. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. You gotta stop right there. Uh, well, before we get to yeah. that question, you gotta explain pandemic yeah. first, bro. Yeah. You gotta go there, man. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, and this, I mean, I guess I'm talking now, you know, and <laughs> it. It rubs people the wrong way. Hey, you in a safe place. You in a safe space. It's all good. Yeah, but it's 
I mean, I I say it like this, man. Um, when you look at like our president, um, I knew with the impeachment thing that they would never take him out of office, even though they impeached him. And I knew something else would happen, but I had no clue <laughs> it would be this. And this, yeah. was, the, and this was the plan. So this know, was the plan that's Jimmy. one thing I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, right after, you know, I was in Europe mm-hmm. watching the news. And, and uh, actually, when Kobe Bryant um, basically got murdered in the plane crash. Yeah. Uh, but that's another thing too um but yeah i was in europe watching uh the the virus spread in in um you know china in january yeah but i never thought everything would be closed down because look at how many viruses came from you know, China yeah, just before, in the last 18 yeah. years. Yeah, swine flu, yeah, so, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, and a lot of them were way bigger than what we're looking at now. But, you know, I say, why is somebody like, I mean, take like Beyonce, mm-hmm. why is she so big and popular? Because it's talked about and promoted every day. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, why well, I say, pandemic. You know, um, and I have like personal accounts, man, stories. I can tell you that it's unfortunate, like the loss of life. But man, I have firsthand accounts like my mother is a doctor, number one. And a lot of people are just flat out like lying about the numbers. You can't even trust like what's going on, you know, from like she has friends that there's like say sister has died yeah, and they claim it's like from the virus, but the doctor personally has called two weeks later and say, look, I just want you to know like your sister didn't die from that. Like you think. And they're saying, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say nothing else, but yeah. they didn't die from that. And this is not, I think it happened. It's a firsthand account, Mm. you know, from my mother talking to the person personally. I know other people that they were scheduled for testing. They never went to take the test, but they got a call at their house saying that they were positive and never took a test. Mm. It's firsthand accounts. Like, I'm not saying it does not exist. Yeah. I'm saying it's like a Trojan horse for something else going on. Okay. Like it's a bigger picture. It's It's a a bigger bigger picture. picture. Mm -hmm. So so this this pandemic has affected you as far as, personally, with loss of life. Well. How has it affected you as far as your touring and things like that? Well, yeah, of course you can't do that. And and I wonder, like, how do they determine what businesses are essential? Uh-huh. Because yeah. anything is essential if that's how you make your living, you yeah, know, true. so that makes absolutely no sense. But, you know, the good thing, the fortunate thing about it is, you know, I actually own my company, so I own, like, the masters of all my music and the publishing. So, yeah. 
it just cut off like one stream of revenue. Yeah. You can't tour. Right. But like everything else, you know, um, yeah. outside of that, it's still, you know, it really didn't affect it. Yeah. I, I, I'm but I was that. just, yeah, but I was having so much fun touring because <laughs> our, I've seen well, some of really, the Instagram posts, bro. You, you mm-hmm. having a real good time when you tour. <laughs> yeah, but our our touring company is only like four years old. It started in the beginning of 2017, so okay. I was forced to make that a part of Jefferson Ave as well because the more people started DJing and, you know, live performing is kind of the big thing now. So, so we had, we had to start soliciting ourselves where, you know, um, at first I didn't really worry about soliciting like tour dates and stuff because people would just call because everybody wasn't into it, but we had to really work and figure out how to tour recently because the bookings were just going down and down and like I would never like do like booking agencies anymore to me they're very political and dishonest so if you're not friends with people at a booking agency you may find that artists that are way less popular or known may you know they may easily get way more bookings than you can get so yeah you know, I learned not to even depend on that from an outside agency either. Yeah, once again, that's that entrepreneurial spirit I was talking about. Yeah. So let me ask yeah. you a question. I, I seen mm-hmm. that I seen that you have been all over the world. I was seeing that like, man, mm-hmm. you was in Russia, Ukraine. Yeah. I'm saying what <laughs> what is what would be your favorite place to tour at that everybody that you just love every time you go to? Um man. You know, a lot of people ask that question. To be honest, man, I just be happy that uh, people want me to play all these various places. Um, I really don't try to pick a favorite, man. I, I, you know, I appreciate the fact that people want to see me. So anywhere I can go, you know, it's it's really good, even if it's in the state, you yeah. know, as long as someone is interested. Because to be honest, like I was saying, 2017, when we started it, like we started to book an agency in-house, yeah. um, I didn't know if it was still a demand for it, to be honest, man, because mm-hmm. it's like, the bookings that went way down. So I was like, maybe, you know, the music had ran its course, but you really, I see that I, you know, with anything, though everybody is doing anything, you really had to be more assertive and be in the market to know what's going on instead of getting second and third hand information about what, you know, the draw or the demand for something and, you know, I wasn't close enough to the different regions to know what's happening exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I appreciate, you know, anywhere I can go. I think <laughs> I wanted to go, like, to Japan a lot more. It's been years since I've been yeah. there. So I wanted to get back into going there. And 
I mean, the one of the worst things, even though it was all bad, but the uh, Australian tour, it got uh, postponed um, because of all of this stuff that's going on. Uh, And that's really, that's really like a harder tour to book, at least for me. Yeah. And it, it all went well with the bookings, but now, you know, it ended up getting canceled because it would have been in May, and it was like a two-week Australian tour. Ah, all right. Well, let, so, let, let, let's, get down to, let's get down to the nitty-gritty here, Mr. DJ Assault. Um, oh, okay. Bell Isle Tech, 1997. Mm-hmm. You know the song. Mm-hmm. It hit the earth, ass and titties. It hit the, it uh-huh. hit the ground running. How, how did it right. feel when you – how did it feel when you knew you had fire in your hand? When you when you dropped that, did you know? Uh, did you know immediately? Like this is gold right here. This is it. No, I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, that's a weird thing. Again, man, in that situation, I was so happy to not have to work a job <laughs> with, with the music. Um, <laughs> to you know, I was just trying to. To keep it to keep it going. I mean, people like the song, and I I appreciate it. I think it it kind of taught me you never know what people are like. Yeah, yeah so you, you know, you so didn't I kind of know, didn't know just, as soon as you finished it, you, you didn't have that yeah, feeling like, nah. oh, this just changed. This has changed the whole city. This is probably nah. just gonna change the whole. I mean, because you know, you, you're mm-hmm. huge. You're huge in Detroit. You're huge globally. Mm-hmm. You're huge in the strip club scene. So, you know, yeah. so how, I mean, uh-huh. you know, and, and for a DJ, you don't get that same recognition as somebody who's out there singing or stuff like right. that. So how did you feel when mm-hmm. you go places and you hear your own song and you're in the room well, and people don't even probably know it's you? Right. Well, you know, I don't, it doesn't bother me so yeah. much because, you know, I never did it for the fame. That yeah. was, it was never about being famous, you know. Yeah. If that happens, that's cool. But what I do think, it it kind of adds to maybe the longevity because a lot of people I see, they play different songs even on a daily, mm-hmm. but they might not be, well, you know, they know maybe who make it, yeah. but not, you know, exactly what I'm look like or recognize me because I'm not like on the TV or whatever like that, you know, every day. But I think a lot more um, people know like he made this song and he made that song versus other artists, especially that's more like uh, a DJ. They don't really associate them with songs they make, but they found a way to make their name big. Right. You know, with really like no real records behind the name where I think like DJ Assault is kind of vice versa. You might not know who DJ Assault is, but you know, this is a DJ Assault song and yeah. that's a DJ Assault song. So, yeah. you're the right, you know, you're that's the right kind of famous. Cool. You can go to the mall and go right. shopping without being mobbed. So, you know, so you're the right type. You're the right type of famous. Yeah, <laughs> you can live in peace. Yeah, and still, that's, and still that's your funny. Do you have? Let me ask yeah. you. Do you have uh-huh. out of your whole catalog? Do you have a favorite song out of all your whole catalog? Uh, 
That's another weird question. I probably would say something different than you think because (laughs) I'm I'm constantly, I don't know if I'm a real, real fan of myself because I'm constantly trying to outdo and do something better. So I don't really tend to listen to or like a lot of stuff that I do after it's done. I'm not really listening to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, that. you just keep on. Yeah. You just keep on making new. So it's just it's yeah. just going to the next project for you. Yeah, basically, because yeah. it's it's weird like that. I don't know. Well, um, so, so it's hard for me your, to what like. What is your process myself. when you when you when you get to you know when you get to making your music? How what's your process? Mm-hmm. Well, usually, well, I pretty much, I have the the music for it first, but I always have, like, hooks, different hooks or choruses or something. Mm -hmm. That's kind of just life, you know. Yeah. So you have the beat first, and then you add the, you add, you so when you're you're making this music, the first thing you're doing is you're working on the music part first, and then you just Mm -hmm. feel the vibe, and then you put in your words. Yeah, because I think if the beat don't immediately, uh, you know, the music, if it don't immediately tell you what the hook is, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it's probably not that good. <laughs> I think that's kind of the, the secret, you know, to why a lot of my stuff is very melodic. It's easy to remember yeah. because mm-hmm. it it doesn't try too hard. It's like the music should tell you what the words are at least like the, the the hook to the song. And then I always stick with the, you know, the melodic pattern of it. I don't ever try to go outside like the melody. Uh-huh. So it fits like the music is the melody and then the hook plays really more so off the melody in any like lyrics if it's got you know like verses to it i don't go outside of the melody again when it's you know rapping the verse so it's like almost like three layers with the music the chorus and the verse it really sticks to the melody which i think it makes it easier for people to remember it and it really wouldn't work going outside that that melody. So I think it's kind of kind of my own thing and style that I I develop. Yeah, that's to uh, keep it like catchy. That's why it's really like catchy like that. People don't know, you know. I hear a lot of stuff similar, but it's it's a reason that people remember the stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I know I know you was I know you was hype when um when it was on Chappelle's show. You like, oh man, I'm about to get this check. <laughs> oh yeah. That that was that was interesting. Yeah. Um yeah, I love all the film and T V stuff. Back then I didn't understand a lot about it and the deals I had, um, probably not from Chappelle yeah. but other people MTV. involved, yeah, like, and I'm really so more so talking about managers and stuff. I could have had a better deal and a better understanding with some of that stuff, but yeah. I, 
I got it all straightened out eventually, okay. you know, some years back. But yeah. yeah, it was those were still very good, you know, opportunities. Yeah. Um I'm looking to do like a lot more of that stuff. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can imagine. Yeah, get into the video games, yeah, man. I, I can imagine. Do you can you yeah. tell me who are who are your some of your just influences like growing up? Um well Growing up, it would have been uh, listening to the radio and hearing DJs like on the radio, as well as like, you know, like Two Live Crew. Oh, yeah. And like NWA. And then like Too Short. Yeah. Yeah. I hear all that. And and like DJ, even like DJ Click. But like, unfortunately, over the years, as I met some of the people I thought I looked up to, yeah. it's funny, it kind of ruined it because <laughs> oh, no. I didn't like their personality. Oh, the funny no. part about it, you know, so. Yeah, I heard that, but I hope <laughs> I would never be like that to a person that meet me. I must honestly say, like, I do not understand, like, what's wrong with people. But, you know, if I was somebody on the billboard chart somewhere, yeah, you know, they would have been elated, you yeah. know, when yeah. the, when they met me. So, yeah. I mean, that's un, it's unfortunate, but whatever. Have you had you any, know. Uh, have you had any, uh, while you were saying that you met, you know, Too Short and DJ Quick and stuff, have you had any uh, other artists, like bigger name artists, ever tried to approach you to do music with them or, you know, collab or work together? Uh, not really, okay. you know, cause yeah. I think to be honest, yeah, no, because I think everybody is, you know, they're on the, like the commercial value and what commercially like having a name, you know, on yeah. a commercial level, that's more bringing, more important, you know, they rather, yeah, quality. right, right. So, I mean, I understand, but, um. Under that same premise, I think that's why hip hop has lowered the bar to the level you see it at. So, yeah, you know, so which is really like unfortunate. Like, it's going to be a period of time in history where it'll almost look like nothing came out in hip hop because there's no classic stuff. You know, it's all disposable. It's all disposable. That's interesting, though. Yeah, I mean, it mm-hmm. has been it has become a disposable art, really, in a lot down. of places mm-hmm. um, where they they even sleep on good albums. Just like all those artists I'm naming now, for the past decade, people like Too Short or even like DJ Quick or some. I think the world basically slept on their albums that came out, and they they still been like classic albums yeah but people don't know about it <laughs> yeah it's, it's weird like a lot of stuff they should have got like rotation even i don't and I don't, i'm like wow i actually you i know? don't know what it is i don't know if it's uh, well as, as black people where we don't really mm-hmm. celebrate the artists that we used to mm-hmm. listen to you well yeah, we got caught up in the fame and money game, man. Um, 
you know, if it's not right in front of me on the TV right now, it must not be hot. You know, we're we're told what's hot. And it's a lot of politics, you know, with all of that major label stuff as well, you know, because they don't um, they don't promote everybody. You have a certain time and then they just phase it out, which is unfortunate. I think people become wiser and that's not what they want in the music business. They want dumb young people. Yeah. When you look at like, it's a, it's a art form. It really has nothing to do. It's not like athletic where you're playing against the next 19 year old. And right. now you're 30. Yeah. You know, you would think an artist, I lost they step. get better, you know, <laughs> yeah. as they get, older and that's that's mm -hmm. funny because in every other genre is just like that you know Mm -hmm. the artists get older other genres Mm -hmm. they appreciate their artists getting older they support Mm -hmm. them all the way through rod Mm -hmm. stewart can sell an album and go go right right he's like 80 years old it don't make no sense exactly you know in rap you know you're 30 oh you're out the door you're done yeah white Mm -hmm. folks white folks still respect them you know what i mean whereas a lot of black folks they like oh he's old Mm -hmm. now i hate that Mm -hmm. you know like 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 the dj hand stopped working or something because Mm -hmm. He, you know, he turned 35 yesterday. Like, oh, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh-huh. And yeah. with, with saying that, now that you say with, like, black, you know, quote-unquote, like, black people, it's like, even if you think about that, it's like we just drink, you know, too much of the Kool-Aid. It's yeah. like yeah. we must understand the word, the, the world, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like three-dimensional. It's not two dimensions we always miss the third dimension and think everything is black and white. It's not. Because even if I say, uh, um, I own, like, for instance, if I would say, which I never say it, but people say, I own a black business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, this is going to be weird. Have you ever heard anyone say, I own a white business. No, <laughs> no. I, I never seen that. I never, never seen it in the store window. Well, we did see it in the store window, right. but that was a, a, a while back. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, but no, you don't right. See that. The point I'm making, like, um, your clientele or your customer base is not. De- it shouldn't depend on it skin color and if it do it's gonna limit your business mm-hmm. an awful lot yeah you know that's all i'm saying yeah. so that's another very silly thing yeah. and that would definitely <laughs> you know, I, somebody who goes overseas mm-hmm. the way you do so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah because it's just fine and then think about something else do you really care if a person is racist i mean think about it that's on them. Does it really stop anything you're trying you're to do because a person is racist? Yeah. And if you let you that know, stop that's you their, Right. That's their thought. And until they say you can't do this because you're a certain skin color, you don't worry about racism. Yeah. Because yeah, life has have, If they don't obstacles. have any power. If they don't Especially, have any power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it's always obstacles in life. It's no such thing as anything being guaranteed. But That's true. you can't let a person's way of 
thinking affects you. You sh- no one should care <laughs> about yeah. anybody what they think. <laughs> you know that's you, up to them. I agree with yeah. you, brother. For, that's their hang up. It ain't mine. You know, mm-hmm. I can't let that yeah. stop me. I gotta continue to yeah. go on, man. So you know, you and it's even crazier. Yeah, and it's even crazier to try to change someone's thinking because you would have to understand why they think the way they think to be able to communicate with them (laughs) to try to come up with some mind-altering conversation for them. Give them a hip I mean... And you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, I mean... I'm going to open your eyes. I just met you an hour Mm -hmm. ago, and I'm going to say something so profound Mm -hmm. you're going to stop being racist. Yeah, Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean... You know, I could say a lot of things that people would think twice about, um, but it may not change their mind. It's it 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 it's going to depend on the mind state that you're in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of things that's right before us that we might not realize. That's going to depend on your mind state or what you allow people. You know, probably that you look up to to manipulate your mind. Yeah. You know, everything is manipulated. I and I'll say in these times, one thing it got me to do, and people would think, "Oh, that's weird," or maybe the opposite. But people that are very educated with all them alphabets after their names <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. I. I got less and less respect for those people. That's one thing it showed me. Because academic knowledge is one thing, but common sense is a whole different thing. And it, it doesn't mean, man, because anyone can have a PhD if you remember all that stuff and regurgitate it. It really doesn't mean you're smart. And if you are smart, it means you're smart in one area, yeah, but are you, you know, yeah, are your, um, is your knowledge, it doesn't expand in all areas, it's yeah. in one, and maybe some of that stuff ain't even true. I mean, people need to examine, especially they want to say science, science. I wish people would examine science, but they're going to discredit you. But if you really are of an academic aptitude to know how to do real research and base it and repeating it and doing the experiment and showing your data that you collect, you will find a lot of science is fake, man. And we've been taught crazy stuff that's not even real. And that's yeah. a whole different subject matter that could be talked about for six hours or more if I went down that road. But yeah, it's like people don't get, you know, I'm, um, well, they wouldn't know it for the music because I'm not a square and I love to have fun, you know, and, <laughs> well, we, we know and I try to be well rounded. But like, yeah, but academically, I think people would highly underestimate where I am with studying and researching and comprehending stuff, yeah. even more so. So it's funny with even women, man, it's funny 
And I hate, well, no, I won't say <laughs> that. Don't, no, 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 no. don't leave that topic, man, because I got a question. But no, nah, it's Go like ahead. they if they hear the music yeah. and they got these fancy degrees, yeah. They don't expect you to be able to talk on the level with them. Right. Yeah, true. And it's funny, but see, my, my mother is a doctor. Right. Uh, well, and, like, my sister is, like, got a couple of doctorates in, like, engineering. And then it's <laughs> like, I, I study law. Yeah. I just study law. Well, well, you know what, and, brother? DJ, so I, I got a question mm -hmm. for you. We were since mm -hmm. you in this area of talking about, mm -hmm. you know, PhDs and degrees and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. It's one thing that I think I know. And in mm -hmm. one area, you are smart, and it's women. So do you, oh, got, any yeah. do you got any advice for us as men? Man, <laughs> you know, the weird thing, yeah. that came from – that came from Jefferson Ave and Belisle game. Hey, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm going to tell you, we talked to so many girls at a young age yeah. that I think you do it have made a me know. Yeah, it made me know so much about girls. And it's just oh. relationships <laughs> are so easy, man. But the problem is people are fake. Okay. You got to look at. You know what? People date to stay together, but people should do it the opposite way. You date to see why you wouldn't want to be with that person. Mm. Now, that might sound funny, but I'm like telling you, <laughs> mm, like you that. date a person to find out why you wouldn't want to be with them because you're looking at everything. You're not saying everything you see, but you're just examining a person because I talk to a girl where sometimes I see, okay, she's too mean. I can't fool with her because <laughs> what people would not know, I'm a very nice guy. I've had, I had, because I've had I was, I was raised, yeah, I was <laughs> raised by my mother predominantly. Yeah. You know, it's really like my best friend to this day, my mother. Okay. We're a lot alike, and even our birthdays are only a day apart. Ooh. So it's funny, like, with all the stuff, people being so offended by everything lately. But I have, um, I've always had, like, the woman perspective growing up in my whole life about different stuff. Yeah. So I understand a lot of things. You know, you know, and then I chose to be the way I am too, bro. Uh, I mm -hmm. have a question. Uh, does the mm -hmm. do you think that because of what you just said, with your relationship with women, has that helped mm -hmm. you uh, with your music? And how did your mom feel the first time she heard "Ass and Titties"? Uh, well, that's like a double-edged sword, <laughs> there. <laughs> well, that's what I gotta do. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, of course she. Uh, she don't appreciate like all the language and such and oh. so forth. But <laughs> sometimes, you know, she has a sense of humor too. But yeah. I think, and you know, that's a parental thing. Of course, yeah. you know, yeah, they're going to say that's crazy. But what's crazier <laughs> than that is a person like perceiving me because you made this record. Oh, you must be crazy. Yeah, you know, someone asked me yeah. somewhere in Germany, 
do I hate women? It was like oh, a guy, do I hate women? Oh, and I'm boy. standing around 10 girls. <laughs> we're talking and you asking me, do I hate women? Do it look like it? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I, I do it for the sense, you know, for the, the um, people that can appreciate, appreciate humor. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't do it for the Me Too movement. Yeah. I hate to throw that out there, but uh, whatever. <laughs> no, That's good. just a casualty of my wars. I don't do it for that because, yeah. you know, I don't know women like that, you know, and I know a lot of them, yeah. but none of them like, I don't know women like that. They, they, know, you know? they know where you're coming from. They know where you're coming mm-hmm. from when you're making your music. It's for a good time. Let's turn the party mm-hmm. up, and that's exactly what you've done for years and years, man. And we appreciate that so much. So, oh yeah, definitely. DJ Sort, do you have any upcoming projects that we can check out? Oh yeah, I got um like a new EP right now that's coming. Um, it's called Whole Busters. Okay. Okay. Uh, like Ghostbusters, <laughs> but like Whole Busters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's like it's only like four tracks. But okay. um, I'm kind of working on another EP after that. That's four tracks again that I don't even know the name of. That's gonna be a part of a, a new album. Yeah. When I finish that, it'll be like sixteen songs. It'll be like a whole album. That'll be, you know, Spotify, iTunes, all of that stuff. Um, I think that album is gonna be uh, Nymphomaniac. Um. Okay. And some people may have heard of it already because it yeah. was an EP by from about a year or so ago, but it's okay. going to expand to like uh, an album of like 16 new tracks and probably yeah. like three bonus tracks that I dug up that I found over the years. So I'm yeah. going to just add like three as a bonus. Also, I'd like to throw out there that you do have your entire catalog on your uh, Jefferson Ave website. Yep, it's store.jeffersonab.com okay. for the entire DJ Assault catalog. All right. Yep. Yeah, got got a lot of free tracks up there. We try to keep the price, you know, kind of affordable yeah, for everybody. That was appreciated, it's, bro. When I picked up mine, mm-hmm. I, I appreciated that. Like, okay, because I can afford this one. I love to have this whole catalog because uh, I don't know what you know but about me, but at home, man, I'm, I'm turned all the way up, so... Yeah, it's it's booty music in the house for real. Uh, Yeah, I appreciate it. (laughs) Hey, we're we're. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying we're trying to make it more and more complete every day. I know some people talked about some songs they can't find on there. Yeah, and uh, it's being updated at least monthly to try to paint the whole picture and dig up. Like some of the songs that got lost when, you know, stuff was transferred digitally to, yeah. from, you know, because all that stuff was vinyl and CDs, you know, some yeah. of the classic stuff. So yeah, with the digital process, it's still a couple of, you know, holes in the in the catalog that we're trying to. You know, kind of well, still you, you, just filling. You gave the money's worth already, brother. I don't think that you didn't. Uh, I know one last <laughs> yeah, question from me. It. One last question from me, and then I'm I'm leave you alone. And it's a quick one. Okay. When you go back to Detroit, which one is it? Corn, beef, or coney? Oh, I would have to say coney. <laughs> yeah, it. I knew it. I knew it. Hey, I but I don't. You. I follow you on Instagram, yeah, not, bro. I know. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, but not that I. 
not that I actually eat, I really don't eat many corned beef sandwiches, but like Coney Island, I mean, I don't even eat the hot dogs, but I do uh, go there a lot because I like the different like grilled chicken salads with the pita bread and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we so yeah, I still here. go to Coney Island. Man, yeah. man, I tell you, if I can, uh, <laughs> if I can have lose right now in Atlanta or uh, Golden Bowl on Six Mile, I, 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 yeah, oh. I'm saying if I can have it in yeah. Atlanta, right? Atlanta. Uh, yeah, if I can have it in Atlanta right now, <laughs> you just don't know. I'll yeah, give me yeah. a number twelve over there on Six Mile. <laughs> 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 I, I, I can really use that right now. I am tired of eating yeah. hot wings. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. that's true. I I like that. Here though, because you know, I never really liked. I don't really like meat with skin or bones too much. But I like their their chicken fingers at Zaxby's. It's crazy. So who got the better food, Detroit or Atlanta? Let's settle it. Uh, that would be a hard one because (laughs) I I cook a lot of stuff like every day. Almost I'm I'm cooking. Not that I eat out a lot, a lot, but um. Yeah, because I don't know. Is it a roof, Chris, like in a, in Detroit or I, Michigan? I don't know if it's I'm a roof. Sure. I don't know if it's a roof, Chris, there. But I know it's um, one here, though. And uh, Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. Now, yeah. Benahana is like it's in both places. Yeah, I, I go there Detroit. a lot, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah fish bones yeah, in Detroit there still, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I love, I love fish bones in yeah. Greektown. Yeah. But, yeah, I, oh, I forgot about that. Ah, yeah. I got him. I got him. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got him. Yeah. Well, it's more than White Castle, yeah, baby. Yeah. I can't do yeah. it White Castle. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can't, I can't I do that. I stopped that as a teenager. <laughs> I got so sick at White Castle, man. Hey, for real. Well, DJ Assault, yeah. man, it was good talking to you, brother. Uh, and, um, oh, yeah, it was fun. Hey, feel free <laughs> yeah. to contact us anytime. You got a new project, man. We support our brothers from Detroit, so yeah, so I appreciate. Oh, you, man. okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I will definitely. Yeah, no doubt. And um, hey, we'll talk to you soon, then, brother. Okay. Hey, Thank right. you hey, again. Time, I appreciate man. it. All right. Yes. Okay. DJ Salt, baby. All right. Thank you. Yep. Peace. Right, brother. Peace. Yes. yes, that was good. That, that was, was good. Uh, DJ Salt, Detroit's own. Yes, he was, he was uh, dropping like said, if, on us. If you don't know uh, who DJ Salt is. You're lying. No though. doubt. Don't sleep no doubt. on DJ Assault. Check out his new stuff, man. No doubt. Hey, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at J-A-E-S-S and King Podcast. And that's also yes. on Twitter and on Facebook. Yes, like, subscribe, whatever. Push the buttons and just say, hey, I want to hang out with these dudes. Um, no I'm- doubt. And and make sure you check us out on Instagram to see how you can win the entire DJ Assault catalog. It'll be up soon, and uh, you know you might want to win these eighty-two yes. songs. Yeah, you, you can know? have eighty-two songs where you can just shake your ass, and you got to find girl with a big booty. You better be trying to get this uh, this giveaway. Yeah, you you got sex on the beach, ass and titties, dick by the pound. <laughs> you have all of these songs. So yeah, check us out on Instagram. And, see how you can win it. And before I get out, man, I want to say something real quick to our president Donald Trump. I served in the military. I'm not a sucker. I'm not a punk. You know, it takes a real man to serve this country and protect this country. I don't appreciate that type of talk. And if you want to test my manhood, drop the security and meet me outside. Oh, God. I'm out.
Somebody just pulled up. Hey, shit. I hope they got a flag <laughs> on the front of their car. Let's go. Shit. <laughs> we support our troops. Damn right. I support my At troops. At the JSC King podcast. Damn right. No doubt. Hey, y'all have a beautiful Labor Day. Enjoy yourself. Yes. Don't eat all that pork. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Ass, titties, ass and titties. Ass, ass, titties, titties, ass and titties. Ass, titties, ass and titties. Ass, ass, titties, titties, ass and titties. Big booty bitches that's wearing guests. Come on, ho, let's go to the easy rest. When I see ass, titties, ass and titties. That's where it gets. Come on, ho, let's go to the easy rest. When I see ass, titties, ass and titties. Ass, ass, titties, titties, ass and titties. Ass, 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 ass,